What are we talking about? Oh. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Book Sniffers, the podcast where we talk about books and other such things. I'm Nick. I'm Lindsay. And this is episode six, I want to say. Seven. Is it seven? No. No, it's six. No. Is it seven? Yo, you might be right. No, it's five. Six. <laughs> so, how was your week? <laughs> oh, wait, no, no, no. We always do this. What did you... It uh... is seven. Is it really seven? Yeah. All right, whatever. Um, so, what did you sniff, girlfriend? Uh, I sniffed... Um, what is this called? The Sweetest Oblivion. Oh, I see there's an ace of spades on the cover. Yes. Is it um is this like a high stakes poker sort of situation? Is this guy a gambler? Kind of bad boy? Uh is definitely a bad guy, but uh not so much he's good at poker, but it's not like a thing. It's not like a his his nickname is Ace. So Oh, so it's more like he's like a just a high end gentleman. <laughs> Let's he's called a he's called say. a maid man. It was a maid man. Uh, so what kind of tasting notes are you getting from this thing? Uh, I'm getting a little bourbon, a little smoke, a little mm. sin. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> what does sin taste like? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> <laughs> we might already know. Okay. So I'm sniffing a little life again. Ugh. <laughs> it smells like pain, suffering, agony. Despair. Despair. But... It was so good, you guys. I can't can't even tell you how much I enjoyed this book. Um, yeah, so that's what I sniffed. How was your week? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I'm trying to remember, too. What did we even do last weekend? Last weekend was Easter weekend. It was busy. Oh, yeah, last weekend was Easter. It, so just we spent, had... it was just a lot of time outside. Like, I think we pretty much spent the whole weekend outside. I think that's why it felt so long. It's that first weekend where you actually spend the whole weekend outside yeah. and you're in the sun all day. You feel, oh man, you feel like you just got hit by a truck the next day. In the best way. Yeah, like a pillow truck. Yes. A truck of pillows. Okay. <coughs> I have a bit of a cough, guys. Sorry. Um, I'm on antibiotics. It feels great. Uh, I, yeah, I guess we didn't really do a whole lot. We got a lot of egg hunts going. So many. A lot of bike races with the kids. Yeah. It was good. It was nice. It was like a very casual but busy weekend. We saw a lot of our friends in the neighborhood. It was Did great. We? Oh, aren't we so popular? I don't mean it in that way. I just, it was nice. You're nice. Thanks. I like your hair today. I know I've said that like four times, but it looks good. <laughs> Thank you. It's like the gray is really showing and you, the way you're styling it lately is just, mm. So au natural. <laughs> I just love it. Yeah, it's sweet. Okay. When you yeah. were like telling your little joke at Rooney's this morning, I was like, oh my God, look at this person. I don't know what to do right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, not used man. to this. Yeah, I feel like we're both, we both are still in that kind of hit by a pillow truck mode at the moment. But uh, let's jump into news. We're going to talk about not so, not totally book related, but we're going to talk about the HBO Max Discovery Plus merger. 
Um, so it was announced yesterday that HBO, Max, and Discovery Plus, they are merging, like I just said. And they're just going to be called Max now, which I feel like is weird. I um, No offense to Discovery, but they probably should have just left it at HBO Max or something. Or just picked a new name, because HBO is such an iconic... I feel like when you hear HBO, you, you think know. of quality, you know what I mean, too? You, yeah, like, they, like you just know. They have a good track record, and it seems weird to get rid of the HBO label, but what's nah, a, whatever. What's an HBO show that you have seen that you didn't like? Ooh. Oh, I wish you had asked me this before we started, because I don't no. know. See? Um, it's hard. Oh, there's got to be one, but I can't think of one off the top of my head. I can't either. Grey's Anatomy? That's not HBO. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, and, and not only that, but they've made some of the best shows of all time, like The Sopranos, The Wire, Game of Thrones up until the last two seasons. Um, and so anyways, they, along with their merger announcement, they announced that they are going to be making a Harry Potter television show. That is going to span a decade, which is 10 years for those of you that are unaware. And it's going to be a book a season. It's going to be a true, true book adaptation is what they said. So I guess, I guess they're saying the movies weren't entirely true to the books and that this show will be Um, completely new cast. And a lot of people, there's a lot of negative feedback to this. I've seen a few people that are kind of excited about the news but by and large it seems like people are bummed like they just don't want this you know they don't see the point maybe they they could have seen the argument for a different type of harry potter show like following harry potter's parents and like before harry potter existed or just some other timeline or storyline but to just completely recreate the books when the movies are still relatively fresh and perfect i'm not a harry potter person like I've never read the books right. I've seen the movies because we've watched them together mm-hmm. and even I am just like why it yeah. seems unnecessary it does seem unnecessary and like the the performances and like and I feel like a lot of people who grew up with Harry Potter are gonna be they're gonna be the ones that are going to make or break this show by watching it or not watching it and I feel like we're all just so in love with the movies and the characters in those movies like no one Alan, no one's gonna replace alan rickman as snape and no no one's gonna replace even like you know daniel radcliffe as harry potter perfect hey, emma watson obviously as uh um hermione perfect and hagrid hagrid you, you know what i mean yeah oh that's a great call too unfortunately that actor for that for hagrid passed away just recently but so he doesn't have to see this travesty but uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what's weird though? I'm still gonna watch it as soon as the, as soon as the first. There, this is how it always happens. I feel like they someone will make some production company or whatever will make an announcement that's kind of controversial, and people will be like, "Oh man, this is stupid. Why are they doing this?" Blah blah blah. blah. And then that kind of simmers down. I feel like that's why they announce it so early. Maybe. Uh, and then as the buzz gets going for the show and who's gonna be casted where and whatever, you, the intrigue and the interest is just gonna grow and grow. And I get, I would, I would guess by the time it's released people are going to be okay excited to see it but kind of similar is lord of the rings the movies are amazing they're epic they're Mm -hmm. fantastic and then they did that show on prime they did but the show wasn't it's not the same as the movies yeah i know that they were doing something but people were so excited and like oh my gosh they spent so much money and it's going to be so epic and so Mm -hmm. awesome and then it flopped and people were like this is stupid well 
I think financially did did it flop financially? I thought I read it did like okay financially. I can't remember. But I mean, but, it flopped in terms of people liking it, and you want yes, you want the fans to like it. Oh man! If, and I was so ready to love it. I was. We like, watched this the what, be... we watched the first the first, first few second episode. I think what, I watched the first four. And then I was like, I hate this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to keep going, um, which is unfair. Like, I should have finished it to give a true uh, uh, opinion on it. But it also, just was not Lord of the Rings to me. It was not no. what Lord of the Rings is to me. Nothing felt Lord of the Rings-ish about it at all. Because it was too pretty. Not even. It was just, I can't put my finger on it. It just felt very bland. The whole yeah. the whole thing felt very bland and it, and just not it, it, there was no heart anywhere that I could see. Yeah. Um. So if they ever decide to remake the like Fellowship, Two Towers, and Return of the King into a series, that is going to be a interesting situation, okay. even more so than Harry Potter, because I I would say that the Lord of the Rings movies are even more beloved than the Harry Potter movies. Yeah. Oh, and, for um, sure. There's well, some because of the best there's still so made. much. There's still so much political. Uh, clap back from J.K. Rowling. Oh yeah, that too, and everything too. That so it's kind of like I always a... forget about her. <laughs> like oh yeah, she still exists. Um, so yeah, that's uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. There was some other like kind of more exciting news. Like um, there's another HB. There's a sorry, not another HBO show. There's another Game of Thrones show that they're doing. And if... yeah, what do you mean? Okay, so mean? House of the Dragon. No one, I don't think anyone expected House of the Dragon to be good, and it is incredible. Yes, I would say. that was very good. I am still always very apprehensive because Game of Thrones was like our the first show that we ever watched together. It yeah. was the first time that you committed to watching a series from start to finish, and then the, it ended. For those that don't know, I don't, <gasps> uh, I Nick don't does watch, not watch much TV, and I don't, I have a very hard time getting committed to television shows. Like, he I'll watch an a, episode and then I'm done. He has a one season track record right now where he will get even that's through, a stretch. It's you, you on average get through a season, it just takes a very long time. <laughs> It is like torture watching TV with you sometimes. Yes, I know. Um, but you committed to all, what was it, 10 seasons of Game of Thrones? Uh, it was eight seasons, wasn't it? Was it eight? I, I thought, I yeah. feel like we dedicated a decade of our relationship to watching Lord of the Rings. And then it ended. Well, yeah, we did because they didn't come out every year. There was some, there was some pretty big spacing so between some It ended of them. and Nick turned and looked at me and goes, this is why I don't watch TV. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> and it was so sad because the whole thing was so good. And, and like, it, it was ugh. so good. I was, I was so in love with that show. I'm like, there's nothing that's ever going to be better than this. Like they, and uh, oh my God. It, I just remember like the second last season towards the end, I was like, okay i remember in my head okay, no, watching no, being good, like don't good. do this please don't do this don't do that and then I it did it and i was like no <laughs> even throughout the entire last uh last season I, I was still holding on to that like no no it's good it's good it's good it's fine it's gonna be okay and it's then okay uh, dude, as soon as like um john snow and um i forgot daenerys are like kind of wrapped up and that like corny romance music starts Ugh. playing, and it's just like, what is going on? I hate this. And the not sorry, there like a couple spoilers if you haven't watched it, but uh, um, so maybe just plug your ears real quick. But them naming Bran as the uh, king of the north was it? Yeah, I've kind of blocked a lot of it from my brain, but it was just like, what? Yeah, of all the people, Bran. I know. 
It wasn't good. Ah. Uh, however, it, you can't argue that the the first six seasons of that show are just incredible. Some of the best TV ever made. It. So I think, um, and you know what? There's the the problem really is is I think George R. R. Martin his material ran out towards the end of the sixth season, and so they kind of just had to start writing their own stuff, yeah. and I think uh, it showed. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I have news. Oh, my God, please. It's actually book-related. Oh, that's good. Um, so we already know that Emily Henry is having one of her books made into a movie. Which one? Book Lovers. Oh, yeah, of course. But there's more. She is also, um, her Beach Read is being adapted by Yulin Kuang, um, who's going to be, I hope I said that right. I'm so sorry if I didn't, but I hope I did. Um, who will be the director for that movie. And if you're following Yulin on Instagram, she's actually like living Beach Read. And so she's gone to the beaches in, I think it's in Michigan. Oh, you're saying Beach Read. Beach Read. That's the name of the book. I thought you were saying like someone's name, like Beach Read. No. <laughs> okay. And Brett, I'm, I don't know if it's, you may know this, Brett Halley? Haley? He's I'm a director. Sure. Yeah, no worries. Anyways, he's a director and he's working on an adaptation of people we meet on vacation. Oh, you like that one, no? Yeah, it was okay. Oh. <laughs> Not my favorite you're still one. excited? I'm still excited. I'll watch it because What are you going to do if they make a Things We Never Got Over show or, or movie? Uh, I, what? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> wait, is there, there's obviously a dude in that, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Can, first of all, uh, do we know who's playing who in Book Lovers? No. They haven't announced it yet? No, it's like just in the, she just announced Book Lovers last month. Um oh, fun. But who is it? She is teaming up with Sarah and Tango to bring book lovers to life. Um, Sarah Hayward is attached to adapt. Um, who's the girls? Who's the writer for girls? Oh, oh, wow. No way. Oh, I love girls. Okay. Yes. So I'm yeah. very, very excited. Is, it, um, is book lovers that kind of vibe? Like a comedy wise? and The banter is like chef's kiss it's so perfect is it really man we were actually just talking about how we want to rewatch girls because of how much we love it but it's been a minute since we've seen it that was one of my favorite shows ever i loved it we never finished it talking about i know isn't that crazy because of you i know because of me and it's one of my favorite do you want to know what else do you want to know what else drives me insane to this day yeah let's go we (laughs) watched every single season except the last season of mad men we were so oh gosh, in love with this show and then it came out and we didn't have the streaming service to be able to watch the final season that yeah. we went out and bought it on blu-ray and it is still sealed it is still in its plastic <laughs> packaging because you were like nah i'm okay <laughs> i would say okay i have this weird thing where now like i feel like when you're streaming something it mentally feels like you're watching it with someone like, because other people are streaming it, too. This so, makes no sense. I know it doesn't make any sense, but it's, like, a comforting thing. You were watching it with a I physical know. person. I know. That was oh. a good show. So good. Anyways, that's my book-related news that also ties in with movies. You're just going to keep going with the Mad Men theme. Okay. Yeah, that was a great show. Um... Yeah, so, sorry, where were we? Oh, so Things We Never Got Over. 
there's obviously a male character in that who you uh, enjoy. Yes. And his name is? Knox. Knox. Dawson Knox by any chance? No. Knox Morgan. Damn. Um, Knox Morgan. And his brother is Nash. (laughs) Knox and Nash. Does this take place? Where does this take place? I'm gonna. Uh, can takes, I guess? You can try. South Carolina. No. Damn. Okay. It's a really small town. I want to say. A small town in South Carolina, maybe. No. Anyways, not important. I was just wondering, like, for Knox, do you have an actor in mind off the top of your head who would be perfect for Knox? Like, what kind of, what kind of look, what kind of feel does Knox have for you? Okay, well, he's... If you, I could pick an actor. He's bearded. Mm-hmm. He is uh, a barber. He works at a bar, and he is covered in tattoos. Um, Knock Mountain, Virginia. There we go. Virginia, okay. Uh, hit me with an actor. Who, who, who would you love to see play this Oh, my dude? gosh. I don't know. Because I'm picturing, like, tall, like... For, for the, <laughs> this is not again this is not a visual podcast this for, is why for, we need to add the visual component. for those that couldn't see Lindsay's kind of like trying to like push out her chest and she's trying to flex her muscles right now i have no she's muscles got a really like stink face going too um stink face it was is that tough, what it's called no, oh, it tough, tough face. face oh tough face okay okay i was just wondering if you had an actor in mind. um i don't know like i'm picturing the physique of Henry Cavill, but I feel like Henry Cavill is too much like, of a nice guy. I feel like everybody pictures the physique of Henry Cavill. Because it then... is. <laughs> Even me lately, when I'm reading these uh, uh, these these romance books, I'm like, I'm just always like, oh yeah, Henry Cavill. Unless they're unless it has, um, uh, you know how a lot of those romance books kind of have the cartoony cover, and they'll have like yeah. In which case, like I'm kind of picturing that. The, the cartoon man? Yeah, the cartoon. <laughs> well, not the cartoon man, but, you know, it, it kind of gives you a clearer picture, yeah. I think. Um, I don't know. I, it, mm. Oh, I want to know so badly. But I, I kind of put you on the spot here. I should have asked you this before I mean, we yeah, started. Yeah, why? I'll have to think about it and get back to you. Okay. Yeah, we'll it, get... It, it deserves... An answer. <laughs> an answer, and it deserves my... Mm, I need to think. <clears throat> yeah. You absolutely adore that book, so I'm... I, I can't thought, wait for you to read there might have been it. something locked and loaded there. I can't wait. Um, so we're gonna go to uh, what did you what did you finish last week? Um, I finished. I feel like it was a bit of a weird week for me reading. I think I said that last time too. Um, I'm nearly done tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. And uh, holy crap, it's destroying me. I just read it. I just read the NPC chapter. I warned you. I'm very sad. Isn't it beautiful, though? Like, I feel like you warned me, but you also didn't warn me. You were like, oh, yeah, the NPC chapter. Ugh. I'm like, no, the NPC chapter. Bro, I kind of I kind of warned you. I was like, prepare for the end. I, you said prepare. Me, prepare for what? Prepare for <laughs> battle? Prepare for... Prepare for... Uh, prepare, pre- prepare for, for feeling. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, oh, there goes our dogs. Without fail, they'll uh, they'll do a little barking fit every episode. Um, I read two books. I want to hear more about tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow oh, first. Okay. Like, are you? Is it what you expected? Um. Yes and no. Okay. It's. 
I don't, I'm like trying to figure out the right words for it. It is such a simple story, but it is yeah. so well executed. The It is kind of a simple story, really. And I think it's because it, it and it's very relatable. It like, is very relatable. And there's the a lot thing. of like nostalgia it, involved too. It's simple, yeah. relatable. There's a lot of nostalgia. Yeah. There's I feel like it's very real and very raw. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that book. I'm just saying, there's I loved it. things about the characters where I'm like, yeah, I sympathize with you, but I also like, why would you do that? Like, I'm so mad at you. And then, yeah. I don't know. Like, it's just, I feel like I'm, like, they're my friends. I feel like they're my friends too. And as you're going through the story, you're kind of like, Sadie, what are yeah. you doing? Or, or you're like, like Sam, Sam no, do stop this. Stop it. You're just kind of getting mad at them for some decisions, but then you're like, okay, I understand. Like, I understand why you're I doing really, this. I really, really <laughs> loved the part. I don't really know. I don't know if this is considered a spoiler or not, but there's a part, a point in the book where Sadie and Marks are sitting in the backyard of the new house, and there's a persimmon tree, and Marks is all like, oh my gosh, it's my favorite fruit. Come and have one of these. And he just like starts like eating all of these persimmons and picking them off the tree. And Sadie comes to this realization because Sam was always just like, oh, Marx is just such, such a simple person, yada, yada. Like, was always, like, referring to Marx in this, like, negative way. And Sadie kind of realized that you have to basically, like, make your own happiness. And that's what Marx does. Yeah. Like, was Persimmons his favorite fruit? She doesn't know. But he's just, like, he's seeing something that is now his. And he's like, this is my favorite. And he's, like just so happy and I was like I love that yes there's a lot of great stuff in that book that that's similar to that too I feel very emotional about this book so yeah like, you kind of you're talking about it at a weird time because you did just read the NPC chapter and yes. it, it, that's uh anyways that's a hurdy one moving on to the other books yes, that I read ahead. because they're totally different yeah, I can't wait um I started the maid series by Danielle Laurie the maid series yes because they're made men which basically oh. means that they're like these badass like mafia guys that are. I like, thought I was M A I D, and I was like, oh, I could get into this. <laughs> no, made as in like they've. I don't. What? Let's look up the term for made man because. Um, Is it like ma- like mafia wives? Yeah. So I think when you're made, you're like officially part of the family, and you can't be killed unless the top. Or unless they all agree or something like that. Like you're just, it's kind of like you're just officially a part of the. A person who has been through an induction ceremony into the mafia or similar organization. A man whose fortune has been made. There you go. So anyway. So this is mafia romance. Yes. These are dark romances, but this is dark romance done right. I've read some dark romance where I'm just like, whoa, no, no, this is way too dark. Just don't work for me. Oh, like it's just a little too. They're like the shark, the shark scene I told you about. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, that is a big no for me. That was like... <laughs> Can you quickly remind people of the shark scene? Oh, my God. So there's this book. I'm trying to remember what it's called. Something Hurt. Don't worry about it. Just tell them But the anyways, these characters basically have sex once, and it's like the hottest sex they've ever had, but they hate each other. And he's like, I hate you so much that I want to kill you. And so he <laughs> lures her onto a boat, goes out into the ocean. By the way... He's a ocean biographer who specializes with great white sharks. And as they're going, they get out into the ocean far enough where there would be sharks. 
and he starts to chum the water. He like starts putting blood and chewed up fish into the ocean and then he basically like grabs her by the back of the neck, pushes her head into the water so that her ass is up in the air, strips her naked and starts going at it with her while her head is in the water. She can't breathe. Every time he feels her body starting to go limp, he pulls her out of the water so she can catch a breath, pushes her back in, and great white sharks are circling. And as he finishes and comes, a shark is literally coming up at her while her head is in the water and she's like, I'm about to die and I'm going to die by a shark eating my head while I get effed from behind. Yeah. And he pulls her out of the water and then there's like a massive storm and they end up on an island together. Like this is... This I wish is... she could actually wish she could remember the title of this book because I guarantee you there's I think at it's least called, Does It Hurt by H. D. Carlton. And the answer I think is yes. Um so anyways, the entire like I get I I am a big fan of enemies to lovers, but this is essentially enemies that stay enemies, but are like, yeah, the sex is really good. And that for me was like this is not doing it for me. This is no. This is no. <laughs> like there was multiple times in the book. Like I think I gave it 200 pages before I was like, I'm done. Oh, you didn't. This was a DNF book. This too, was eh? a DNF. Yeah. I got so far into the book that I was like, I, why am I reading this? So you didn't see the part where they, uh, they're back on the boat and it's killer whales. No. Oh, wow. Okay. But yeah, like basically every single time. Oh, they were stuck on an island with this like deranged old man too. That was like not mentally sound but anyways i I can't lie it sounds intriguing like it sounds like it might be interesting every single time he saw her and you like heard his inner dialogue he would be like oh she's so beautiful but i hate her (laughs) i want to see her naked again but i hate her and then when he talked to her he would literally say that nobody else is allowed to hurt her only he is allowed to hurt her because he hates her and i was like that's Uh, a no for me yeah that's kind of not my yeah. type of dark romance. This made series. The shark thing seems kind of like just funny to read. Oh, but, I yeah, was the, like, the, what the, the heck? stuff is a bit, yeah, it's not for me. I don't like it. But anyways, this is. Not, not that the shark thing isn't abuse. <laughs> worse. But you know what I mean. Let's, let's attempt to murder you by shark while I <laughs> pleasure myself. It's fine. Um, the Maid series by Danielle Laurie is so good. These are like morally, these are morally gray men, but they're also, I don't know, like there's, okay, so I compare this to Emily McIntyre's kind of dark romance series that I've been reading, the Never After series, Okay, where it's like morally gray, they're the villains, but they still get their happily ever after. I love this. Like this is so well done. They're obviously bad men. They're in the mafia. They do shady ass things. They're not typically like good people mm-hmm. but they care about the people that they love okay so it's very good the first book was great i think i read it in two days like i could not stop reading it book two um was the darkest temptation and this one was definitely a lot darker um christian sorry this is part two of the maid series no wait sorry the darkest temptation is book three i just started that one um book two is christian and christian is the maddest obsession and he kind of has like ocd he's got like this obsessive 
kind of mannerism to him and he really fixates on the female but he like tries to ignore it and so he's like really mean to her to like try and push her away but they just like they're like a magnetic force wheel or they just keep kind of like coming back together i wish you guys could see Lindsay's face right now i don't Sorry. see her get this pumped on a book series very often it's so, so good if you guys like that that kind of style of book check out the maid series i think yeah i've started the darkest temptation too. the darkest temptation is ronin and that's christian's brother mm. and they are russians mm. the first one was italians Mm. Um, oh wait so this is a different different characters different every family time. every book yeah oh but okay, the characters so all kind of have like interconnecting plot lines oh so, okay um in the first book the fr- i'm trying to remember his name now because i called him ace um angelo <laughs> no uh, uh oh my gosh Antonio. No. Oh, I should have known this because his name's Nicholas. Duh. Wow. Um, anyways, Gosh. they called him Nico. I don't call you Nico. Can you start calling me Nico? You want me to call you Nico? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Nico. Nico and Elena are the first book. They make an appearance in the second book. Ronan is talked about in the second book. And then the third book is about him. Okay. So it's very good you're liking it i can I tell am. By your face. apparently there's supposed to be a fourth book but danielle laurie i started following her on instagram i think she's on a bit of a writing hiatus right now because she's just kind of like just a little overloaded yeah yeah so she's hinted that there's going to be more but she's she's not there yet oh okay but that's okay because when it's this good it's worth the wait i always get so excited for um books we finished last week when we talk about that because you always have like at least four or five <laughs> and, and uh you're oh, very God. honest about them too and it's yeah. so exciting when you actually are really liking something yeah these were good these yeah. are really good because they're it's dark but there's i don't know i feel like there's still a respect for the woman there's consent sweet things like things like that that matter to me and what are you currently reading oh i should quickly just say i just finished a little life and that's Boring. That's uh, not boring. <laughs> Yo, I'm proud of myself. That was like, I know. It's like, uh, it's like the length of the Way of Kings, and I got it done in about ten days. Not bad. Yeah, you're you're good. You're decent. Thanks. I um. Oh, that'll be for next. Sorry. What are you currently reading? Um. So I started the third book in the Maid series, which is The Darkest Temptation, and I'm going to be starting the audio book for A Little Life. Yeah. We should also maybe mention that we uh, we kind of mentioned before, but we do have plans to... Um, Patreon. Oh, sorry. I just got an email and I got distracted. But we, we are going to be setting up a Patreon for our book sniffer life. Uh, so, you know, it's going to include things such as dedicated episodes to our uh, monthly book club mm-hmm. so there will be a, a full dedicated episode to a little life but we have we're gonna wait until closer to the end of the month and obviously you have to read it still and then yeah um and then we'll we'll get that going hopefully the patreon will be available by the end of this month early may we're not entirely sure yet we kind of we're talking to each other and we want to make sure there's a lot of stuff on there before we mm-hmm. set it live because we, we don't want to like say hey we have a patreon we promise we're gonna do this stuff and then there's just like nothing there i think we w- would prefer to have a few things already oh, there you know what i mean just because i don't know i don't want to seem like weird yeah like you are right <laughs> now yeah <laughs> um 
uh, currently reading. So I started The Dead Romantics uh, yeah, you by did. your suggestion. And I'm loving that book. Right? I was reading it last night. And uh, I'm about 100 pages in. and I cried. Did you? Don't tell me that. It's it's great. It's, it's a so good, good. It's a great time. I'm really actually enjoying it. I like uh, I think Florence it's, and... It's... Not it's, what I was expecting, I no, would say. See, that's, yeah. yeah, it's more than a romance. Mm-hmm, I'm getting that it already. It almost has like this really... So when I read it, it was... Don't, don't give anything away. No, 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 I'm not going to. But when I read <laughs> it, I was grieving Marley. And like Marley... Oh, sure. Oh. Yeah. Aww. But I feel like it really helped me process. Yeah. Like it It really takes... Like, I don't know. I feel like... Baby. No, no, no. Don't do this. I'm not. Okay. So it takes... Are you okay? Yes. Okay. So it takes something like mourning, which is always, I don't know, always feels like a really negative thing. Mm-hmm. And it kind of turned it into this beautiful thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm feeling that, you know? And uh, I, I really... Uh, is it a spoiler giving away things that happen in the first hundred pages? There is. Yeah. There would be like a really big spoiler. So I shouldn't say. Okay, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say. Um, I will just say that I'm really, uh, I'm really enjoying it. I'm really enjoying the family dynamic of um, yeah. Florence and her mom. I'm loving, I'm loving the mom's vibe. I like how she's like my, she's like the, what, what kind of, she's like the mom in the proposal and all those yes. kind of movies where she's just like a comforting figure that's very happy go lucky. Yeah, exactly. Even though she's experiencing things experiencing something yeah so horrible yeah I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan it's it has so many layers to it like it, it mm-hmm. really is like it is it is a romance but it is it is so much more than just a romance yeah which is a lot of the books that I recommended to you oh good are just they're more than just a romance like I feel like that's I think that's what I need so that's the the thing with the romance genre is people are like oh it's just a romance like that's so lame but I'm like there's <laughs> so much more to the genre like there's there's so but many there's they're probably like a good chunk of the romance books probably are just straight oh there's up definitely like, fluff romance I but I think that'll you. and then but there's figure it out <laughs> a lot of these stories have a lot of heart to them especially yeah. like especially so like one of my favorite sub tropes of romance books is like found family. And when characters have like this, I love how you know all the tropes and their names. Well, I don't know. Like when you, when you think about this one's grumpy sunshine and this one's, I don't know. I got to, I don't know why I started doing that. Okay. Cutie. Okay. Um, anyways. Yes. Yeah. I love it. So we're going to go to, uh, man, we've actually been going for a minute here. So let's get to quickly to book pickups. Um, did you have any book pickups this past week? I can't remember. One. And which one was it? Oh, I already read the book, but I bought The Dragon's Bride by Katie Robert. Oh, yeah. Do tell. Um, so I've already read this book. This is the uh, the dragonoid human with two penises book mm-hmm. by Katie Robert. No one's going to forget that one. No one. It's pretty unforgettable. Um, anyway, she was having like a second sale. So I guess these were books that she wasn't overly happy with the quality of them. So she sold them at a discount. I got it for $15 and it came signed. And, and inscribed too, right? It has like a full blown like written quote on the inside of it. How cool is that? And it was, it has silver. Oops. Uh, it's not gold leaf, but like silver leaf on the front of it. It's like so much fancier than the 
Kraken's Sacrifice book that I have. So now I'm like, do I have to go back and buy the her version of the Kraken's Sacrifice? <laughs> <laughs> sounds so silly but <laughs> so pretty <laughs> do i have to go buy her version of the crack and sacrifice so i have the shiny Amazon. front page i think you do um i don't i don't think i've remembered to mention this last year i think i missed saying my book pickups last week but my only book pickup last week was dr sleep which is the sequel to the shining um and then so this week all used books all uh all thrift finds i got another copy of the shining it's a really cool paperback it's one. Cool. It's the gray one with just like the no-faced head on it. Would that be Danny? I believe so, yeah. Uh, I got a little copy of The Hobbit. Love it. Which is just like, I love these tiny little versions you can just throw in a backpack. You know what I mean? Um, I got Devil in the White City by Eric Larson. This is actually a book I picked up um, many years ago when I thought I was maybe going to read books and then I didn't. And the reason I picked it up is because Martin Scorsese was rumored to have been making this movie with Leonardo DiCaprio. And I was like, oh, it'd be cool to actually read this because the storyline does seem really crazy. And I think Mm -hmm. it's a true story. Um, For those who have read Devil in the White City, let me know on Instagram if if it's worth the go. But it seems cool, right? Mm -hmm. And I also found a used floppy paperback version of the name of the wind which is great because i I do want to get to name of the wind this year that's on my my bucket list for the year and the only copy i have is the 10th anniversary edition and i wasn't sure i wanted to actually read that edition as dumb as that is it's just so i know what you mean i don't want to mess it up I'm, i'm happy to have like a reading copy that i can just bring to the park and stuff like that um nice i have a question for you We have been talking a little bit uh, this week about Wes Anderson and how much we love his movies and then this new TikTok trend Mm -hmm. of like Wes Anderson vibes. Okay. I want a book that is Wes Anderson vibes. Like I want to read a book that makes me feel like I am in a Wes Anderson world. I'll bet you there's someone listening that has so yeah some recommendations that because there's a lot of quirk out there there's a yeah, lot of quirky but, stuff like, you know what i mean like i, I just want to feel like yeah i'm in one of his worlds we saw the so for those that don't know there's this tiktok account that that where people send in their wes anderson moments in real life and mm-hmm. there's this one in particular of a train station in japan and um, it's just, it's the most comforting thing I think I've ever seen. I love it's it. It's so pure. It's so, I will there's go something and watch so it kind about it, you know? All the time. Because it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a train leaving. And, it's and the, the train is so... The train is beautiful. The train is beautiful. It's and there's like this a man there Kelly who's, Green. I guess, the, the like station attendant. And he's he's just cleaning up a little bit. He he's waves sleeping. to the train as it leaves. And it's just like, oh my gosh, this it's, is just, this just doesn't exist where we live, no. you know? It's so pure and wholesome and... I feel like where we live, it's just very jaded and everybody's just like, ew, you waved at me? Why would you wave at me? <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's going to that's gonna wrap up episode seven, apparently, of Book Sniffers. Uh, I'm going to go out sniffing my used copy of The Hobbit. I'm going to do The Darkest Temptation. <laughs> so who are you sniffing on that one? I'm sniffing Ronan. <laughs> All right, Ronan, I'm sniffing uh, Bilbo Baggins, so here we go. Ready? Mm-hmm. I really tried to hone down my sniffs uh, this week. How do you think? I'm, pr- I'm proud of you. You think it's better? Yeah. A little less. It's pro- probably people were like their ears were hurting. Yes. Right? Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening to Episode 7. This has been Book Sniffers, and we'll see you next week. Bye.